0: Crollo turned around, suddenly uneasy. Soldier, is that you? He scratched his head nervously, through his hat. He had a low set forehead and wore a woolly cap with a few greasy curls peeking out from under it. Now, Major Crollo had a small head with limited neurons. But he still knew that the shadow hadn't been cast by any of his soldiers. Everybody was talking about it a mysterious shadow that moved around the treetop in the evenings. Nobody knew who this furtive person was, but it was as if he or she was on watch duty. In public, Crollo refused to believe this story. Instead, he made himself look even sillier than usual, with pathetic remarks such as, What? A shadow? At night? <laughs> but given his problem in the past, the Major was scared of everything. One morning in bed, He had pulled off one of his own toes, mistaking it for an insect sticking out from under the sheets. Soldier! he shouted, trying to convince himself. I know it's you. If you start again, I'll stick you to the branch. A cloud of fog rolled over the Major, and in the freezing dark, he felt a hand on his shoulder. Eek! Crollo let out a small, girlish whimper, and turning his head sharply bit into flesh. The Major prided himself on his exceptional reflexes, and it was certainly true that he hadn't wasted a second in attacking his aggressor's hand. His speed was impressive, but he had made a simple mistake about which way to turn, and he felt his incisors sinking deep into his own shoulder and hitting the bone. Stupidity on that kind of scale really is a form of genius. Crowlow let out a raucous cry and jumped in agony. He landed at the feet of an odd character in a dressing can. "'It's only me, only obliging your respectiness. It's me. Am I scaringly you?' The newcomer bowed, lifting the hem of his dressing can. "'It's me, Clotty,' he added. Recognizing his soldier's unique way of talking, Crollo bared his teeth. "'Soldier Clot!' he exploded. "'Don't be afraid, Major.' Afraid? Who's afraid? Me? Afraid? Please to forgive the meddling of my curiosity,ness, Major, but why did you eat your own shoulder? Look at me, Clot. Crowlow pointed threateningly at him. If you mentioned to anybody that I was afraid... The Major was still down, and the blood from his wound had painted a red velvet epaulette on his coat. Clot felt sorry for Crollo and bent over, holding out his hand to help him get up again. May I have the honor of helping ye? Clot tried to comfort the Major by patting him on the shoulder, but he clumsily slapped the wound and Crollo turned crimson with pain. The Major's strength was running out, so he spat at the soldier to keep him at bay. Clot leapt sideways. He was saddened by his superior's lack of education. The soldiers reckoned that Krollo was an overgrown bully, but Klot saw him as more of a big baby or a very small child who hasn't learned how to live yet. Instead of trembling at Krollo's insults, what Klot really wanted to do was pop a dummy in his mouth, make goo goo noises, and pat his cheeks. The Major contemplated the soldier's outfit. What kind of a get-up is that? A dressing gown, Major. And that? He was pointing at the pair of slug slippers the soldier was wearing on his feet. Clot suddenly came over all coy. He looked like a poet from a literary gathering lost in the fog. Slipperties, Major. You what? It's the middle of the night. If I'm not abusing you, so I'll put on my slipperties. "'It's just that I was asleep when you called.' "'I didn't call, you idiot. Go back home.' Clot heard the butterfly flapping in despair and leaned over to take a look. The Major blocked the way with his arms. "'What do you want?' "'I can see something moving over there.' "'Mind your own business. There's an animal stuck in the sap, or am I mistaking me?' "'What are you doing here, Clot? Are you looking for trouble?' You have the interferingness to ask that. Well, as it happens, speak. It's because of...